Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento, Sacramento, Sacramento. Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. Hey everybody! Welcome to episode 92 of Stuck in the Middle and, I don't know, 13, 15, uh, Lost in America. You're not up to, you're up to 15. This is number 15. Wow. Could be 14, could, but you guys, I've, 92. I've, lis- I've listened to all of them, so I knew that. Yeah! <laughs> are you going to give your name? Wait, I'm Andy Curtin. I'm Andy Curtin. Uh, I'm Kent Kettle. I'm Turner Sparks. Michael, Sir Michael Iyer Kaplan is on assignment this week. Assignment. He will be back next week. <laughs> he's, he's Everyone ass- looks very disappointed in the audience. I love how he's on assignment. He's the only one that didn't move anyway. <laughs> no, that's what they say on 60 Minutes. You're on assignment when you're not on the show. You ever watch that show? No. I- well, no, because the- I'm not 75. <laughs> By the way, good thing we invited I'm not a 75. Great, re- so great I don't reference. Watch it. Good thing Fox. we invited a crowd so they could just, could just nag everything we're oh, saying tonight. It gets better. Trust me, it gets better. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. I've had more energy doing the show in front of a cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's either them or you. <laughs> I'll go with them. Right, yeah. So, so you want, so Turner's going to take over the, the intro of the podcast. Tonight. Oh well, I, all right. Well, I, follow me on Twitter, Turner B Sparks. Follow Mike Kaplan at Mike Kaplan Eleven. Follow Can- Andy at I don't know KungFuComedy.com or something. Uh, Can your Twitter at Ken Cuddles that you're yeah. saying? What's your What's your Twitter? You really don't know Andy Curtin. You follow me, Andy Tanner. F Curtin. Andy Curtin. Andy G. Andy Curtin. I listen. I don't give a shit if anyone follows me on Twitter. I'm I'm really ambiguous. No, thing. I'm trying to build Twitter right as it's dying. That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, ne- I was I was six months ago. I joined MySpace. <laughs> now it's Twitter, and then we're. And he's go. been playing Pong. Dude, have you heard, about, the, have you heard about this new thing, Vine? It's great. Yeah, that's <laughs> just taking off. It's all Vine's still around. Which should why? Because I thought it was dead. It's like that. It's like your. It's like that girlfriend you broke up with. You know. Kent, all right, when Kent, where do we find you? Where did you find it? You lifted you, a very uh, old. Sorry, rock. Kent. There's this thing called the internet. Okay. And, which uh, is on these things called computers. <laughs> okay, help. Thank you. Which can fit into the size of this building. Yeah, well. As the w- the ones you're familiar with. Um All right. Uh yeah, okay, nowhere. Are, are you on? Are you I yeah, cuz your job, which we're going to get into later. I'm going to interview you later in the show. Oh, he how sounds exciting. he sounds really prepared. Kid moved he? here in 1986. 
real, right? Yeah. You guys, yeah, you're like, whoa, stop being mean. No, that's. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was not an age joke. The others, that was shit real. that I get from And Andy so I'm going to interview Kent later on about uh, what life was like for him then as an expat moving here in 1986. But by the way, just so everyone knows, this is a combination podcast. We're combining Stuck in the Middle, Lost in America. But I'm going to start, and then I'm going to hand it off to you guys in a bit. I'm gonna start, normally what I do at this point is um, I, I, I've moved back to America five months ago. I'm here for a couple weeks. And um, it, there, I was here for 12 years in China. I moved there five months ago. I don't know what's going on in America. So every week I pick one thing that is blowing my mind about my own country that I have to relearn, and I talk about it. But this week I'm here. So instead of being lost in America, I am found in China. Ooh, there you go. That's Play fun. the music. <laughs> So here's the thing. Okay, so I'm found. I'm back, babe. There's things that are better about China that I didn't realize when I was until I moved and then came back. Number one, you can drink alcohol anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. I've had comedy clubs in New York. This one club in particular, The Lantern, I get I, the bouncer stands outside. He's had to stop me five different times <laughs> from just like walking into the street with a beer. You got a road. He's got a beer in one hand, and on the other hand, he's got his phone going, ah! Way, way, way! Yeah, you uh. can do that here too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the guy would be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, can't go out. Whoa, whoa, can't go here. Do what you want." So all you had to give up was voting. <laughs> okay, I, I guess we're allowed to say that. It's your club. If they burn it down. <laughs> Listen, what does my vote really count anyway? I'm from California. It counts like one fiftieth of someone from Montana. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that, but. I, uh, with electoral college. There, there are other great things about being here. Because the thing about it, the truth is that people go on about having no freedoms in China. That's what people in the media love to say. That's one of the reasons we have anti-social media. But the reality is that, like, the freedoms that you really experience, like, day to day, they're way better here. Mike's phone's ringing. Here's a freedom you get here. You can sit in a taxi, say whatever you want. The taxi driver doesn't turn around and try to jump into your conversation. Uh. In America, they can understand you when you're talking in taxis. <laughs> here, you can just... that. I had to get used to that when I went back. I had to be like... I was just like, yo, so this fucking guy, this... Dude, and the guy would be like, oh, really? You know Steve? <laughs> <laughs> and here, like, I had the amount of, like, dudes... Like Russian guys who were driving me, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, you should come hang out with me and my friend in like some suburb in New Jersey." I'm like, "No, nah, I'm good." But then I'm exchanging phone numbers with the guy. We're making out later. I don't know where this is going, but wow, it is good. It's been a busy couple of months for you, by the sound of it. Dude, oh, I was yeah. in Australia and I was sitting outside a restaurant, and uh, you know, it was an outdoor setting, and this guy came up to me and was like, "Can I have some?" He was like, "You know, change, change," and. He's a homeless person, you're saying. I it was like so? Not to be politically incorrect. He wasn't from Xinjiang uh, right, changing right, money. All right, yeah, okay. yeah, I'm just okay. checking. I'm just checking. Let's, let's keep the comedy guns a little cool. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I turned around to my wife, and I was like, oh, fucking guy smells like he's been drinking all day. And she's like, he speaks English. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and then I, I, 
I turned around. The guy's like, "What the fuck?" You have to be careful when you talk shit about people. Yeah, you can't just talk smack about people all the time, which is a big power. The power, yeah. the power to be able to rip on the people around you. That's an important. That's an important stress valve. I think for humanity. But they have the same with you in dialect. That's yeah, the thing, because they can just talk yeah, but shit about ab- you constantly. They abuse that power by throwing in Lao Wai every fifth word. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. No, 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 but they could be saying that Lao Wai looks like a Mensa scholar. That Lao Wai, yeah, they could be yeah, saying positive things. Drew has a great joke about Not when you have guy. a white mustache. It doesn't. <laughs> you don't look like a Mensa scholar. They don't know what <laughs> cocaine is, though, so yeah. they wouldn't, uh, yeah, they wouldn't like, cop to that. They guy just go down on a polar bear? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> They're wondering if they can talk about you, the homeless guy in front of your face. Or not. Exactly. They're like, you see that homeless guy with a white mustache? That was unusual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the last thing. This is actually good about moving away and then coming back. Is Chinese food in other countries is god awful. It's terrible. And they call it Chinese food instead of just calling it food. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, coming back here, there's a. I just ate at this um, uh, like a what is it, like a Hong Kong Cantonese place across the street. I went there a week ago with my wife for a show here. I was like, this is the best Chinese food I've ever had. She's like, this is average <laughs> at best. Went back tonight. I loved it so much. And then I noticed on the menu they had. Um, they had uh, like fambia min. What? Uh, Convenient uh, noodles. Uh, instant noodles. Instant noodle. Wow, none of us know English anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they had instant noodles. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That proves my point. I was here way too goddamn long. I don't know English. Um, Oh my god. They had god. instant noodles on the menu. I was like, oh, this place is garbage. <laughs> but I could still enjoy it. Did so. they have like egg foo young? That's like the sign of a shit restaurant. I haven't even heard of that. What's yeah, that? Yeah, oh, yeah. it's an American. Yeah, they had that back in the 80s in Shanghai. American institution. No, that American back in the back in the sixties in the US. It was awful. What is egg foo young? I have no idea because I stay away from restaurants in the US. So. All right, we'll cut that part out. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Edit! Edit! Yeah. That's where editing makes this podcast less boring. <laughs> <laughs> and somewhat funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's just, we can't do Sandra. Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. Can I get to my sponsor? Maybe. Are we still talking? Sure. No, I got to pay the You're bills, buddy. <laughs> I'm taking over your podcast. I apologize. <laughs> it's fine. It's like ha- the, this half's it's mine. Like the Al Haig of podcasting here, aren't you? Jesus. That's an oldie reference. Who is your I'm sponsor, sorry. Tana? I was trying to think of an Al Haig joke, but <laughs> I've never heard you're, of that person. You're not old so. enough. That's a problem. All right. Ince, baby. That's the sponsor. Ince is an app. Um, Ince is an app. Can, it's like Twitter, but for voice messages. You can get it on your phone. If you want to record something, you press, there's like little lips on there. You press the lips. It records for five minutes or less or whatever you want. And then you press it again. It's done. You can put it right out. It connects directly to Twitter to uh, probably other things, Facebook, other stuff like that. Oh, that'd be useful for people in China. (laughs) No, here's the thing. It's not blocked yet in China because it's not big enough. So that is my challenge to all of you. Let's get it blocked. Get it big enough to where they block it. (laughs) And uh, until then, you know, it's away, baby. Do whatever. Record everyone around you without them knowing. It's fantastic. So that's Ents. Andy, kick it to you. Check it out. All right. We haven't got Muhammad tonight because I don't know if you guys heard, Muhammad just won the Bangkok Comedy festival, major yeah. cool. Pretty good, yeah. Applause, and uh, we Tip had to fire him because he couldn't do the music on one podcast. So it was a win and a loss for him this week. I does feel. Muhammad do the music on your podcast? Yeah, better pay him to do it. But how does he? What does he play? What instrument? 
No, he just put some button. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Come on, let's go. The real reason that we do this podcast is for the most exciting section, which is, did this happen in China? We're going to have both of them guessing tonight. I'm going to read out stories, and they have to guess whether they happen in China or not. Story number one. A meter-long shark was found on the floor of a metro. Did this happen in China? Was it near a restaurant? It was on the metro. Okay. Wait, uh, okay, a meter-long shark was found on the floor of a metro. Correct. Do we know... Uh, yeah, we can't ask what city. That would probably give it away. Shenyang, Ohio. Was it not which, in... Uh, wait, no. Was it lines 19 or how many lines they have in Shanghai Did now? this city have two syllables and was the second one Jing? <laughs> was it... Do you know what John. line of the metro? Am I supposed to ask questions or just give you an answer? No, you're supposed to ask good questions, actually. So it's actually a good question. It. What did no. you ask? You asked some. Like, I used to ask questions like that. Something about Ben Haig or something. He doesn't fall for it. Al Haig, I believe it was. Al Haig? <laughs> was Al Haig in the shark's stomach ben when they found him? Al Haig, seriously. What kind of a shark? Uh, uh, I did see that on there. It was like. It South was like a Chinese. dogfish shark or some something uh, like that. Oh, uh, the old dreaded uh, dogfish uh, shark. I yeah. hate those. It's the, most, <laughs> it's the most deadly in the really uh, dangerous. That's a com the, whenever they combine three animals, you know it's dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> a dogfish shark. Well, those are the animals that ate before it went on. Dogfish the shark, tiger, <laughs> elephant. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus. All right, yeah, all right. Can you bad. just answer this fucking yes or no question? <laughs> no, we have no idea what the answer should be. No, so no, I'm no. I got to guess. I mean, all you have to do is guess yes or no. It's fifty percent. Fifty fifty. Can I get extra points if I say where it was? You get extra points if you... No, we, 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 it's either hour. China or Florida. It's obviously. No, 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 no. This was obviously in Japan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Clearly yeah. Japan. They do Mike, a lot of hunting. Mike um, says Japan. Tiger, fish, shark. It's not China. I know it's not China. I'm not, I'm not uh, educated enough to guess which country it is, but... It was Japan. Know. All right. This did not happen in China. Knew it. Bing. Are you ready? Bing, there boom. Happened in... New York. Whoa, yeah. really? Oh, yeah, I got bit by a shark. I forgot to tell you guys. <laughs> On the subway. It was a tiger fish shark. I, I was guessing it might have been Joe Schaefer passed out naked, forgot to brush his teeth, and they thought he was a shark. <laughs> <laughs> So this happened on the late night. I was night. guessing it might have been a girl Joe Shaver took home after a night of uh, too much. <laughs> was she good looking? Well, she looked like a tiger fish shark. <laughs> dogfish. She, she was a really several, dogfish. She did eat several animals on the way home. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it was her ninth or tenth whisker that tipped me off. All right, but, here uh, we go. Here we go. <laughs> maybe it was the gills. <laughs> she, she ruined my surfboard. All right. Uh, story number two. A golden retriever has been skinned alive on a busy commercial street district in a major city did this happen in China? I mean, the obvious answer is yes, so then <laughs> it's probably no. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, a dog skinned alive. Uh, how many people did it feed? Afterwards. I thought they were going for the That's fur. the question. Myself. Going for the what? Making the a, fur. They were making Trump wigs out of it. Hats. Oh. It was going for hats, yeah. <laughs> and doing some writing. <laughs> I didn't write that. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. You're going to love this one tomorrow. <laughs> and then I'll say it was Trump. I, how do I shoehorn a Trump joke into this? <laughs> right, and a golden retriever joke. Yeah. Yes. I've seen so many skinned dogs hung in China. I think it was China. I'm going to go I'm going to go the other way. You're going to say go is it I'm, double fake out by It's a double fake out. 
Double head fake. It was not. Nah, I'm going to say not China just so we have some separation. Yeah. This did happen in China. This Thank happened you. too obvious. Are you ready? This happened in Shanghai on Nanjing Shilu. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are photos that I can never unsee. That these, by the way, these stories all came from like co- recent, like recently, really recently. And wow. it, there was a video went online. The Shanghai Daily even reported on it. This is that, bumming out everybody. That right, was right, right, that right, was right. actually part of your Fang Bian Mian that you had so, at that restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. So what do we got so far? So we got. I, I got two. I'm just saying. He's on that. two. Thank this you. is not looking yeah, good. Yeah, but me. you got. Yeah, Sorry, I mean, guys, did you really I'm even want to win that bit. one? I did. Actually, <laughs> yeah. yes. Story number three. Customs officials have found. More than 600 scorpions in one man's luggage. Did this happen in China? Thailand. And That's what, a Thailand. Was yeah, it, I'm I'll give you a clue. It wasn't Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Wait, Thailand. was it the band Scorpions? Oh, God. Take, you lost all your points for that. Then that, then that, then that would be <laughs> Berlin, right? Yeah. I pointed at him because he's the only one who ever heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say no because I've never seen a scorpion in China before. South China, I've seen them, but... They, I will say they are Chinese scorpions. Hainan, Hainan, you get scorpions down there. Manchurian scorpions, actually. Nanjing. No, seriously. Really? Yeah, yeah. They're like where? up north. Manchurian scorpions with a gold case, and they're very popular. A gold case? Like they the come to... Shell. Shell. Oh. Outer shell. Sorry, I was You mean they've been dipped in gold or they're... Case? No, 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 I thought it was like a, like a new they, iPhone or they something. They are actually... <laughs> they actually are... The iPhone Naturally scorpion. have a gold shell. Ooh. Then that would be Shenzhen. Yeah. No, I it, no, I I'm 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 with I'm Turner. Say no. 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 Something just happened which is really terrible. Kent just got three. He just got all three. Kent won. Yes! All right. Okay, I'm gonna submit my resignation to the podcast and other others will rejoice. I but, guess uh, if you live long enough anything can happen. <laughs> And we're back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good job, Kent. Thank you. This happened in Italy. What? 607 oh. Manchurian scorpions, half of which was still alive. And if you look them up, they are some freak. They're not like. Italy. Yeah, Italy. Guy was Chinese. But I'm bummed. I mean, it was in Italy. But, like, who else would do that? <laughs> All right, let's get on to the next thing. All right, so that's I'm done. We can get it to the interview if you want to do that. Oh, all right. So, Andy, I think we'll have you on. the uh, Lost in America podcast at some point in the future, I'm sure. Kent, I'm not so sure because uh, <laughs> who knows how much longer you'll be around. <laughs> so you're not looking fun. very good. So we're gonna have to do that. But here, okay, so here's what I want to do. First, I want to talk to you about you. So I guess your audience knows who you are, but my audience, and my podcast, don't know. I met you a ye- I don't know a year, year ago, ago here at the comedy club. Is that when you started doing stand up comedy? Yep, year ago. You move okay. You started doing comedy here a year ago. What are you doing before that? What are you doing now? What's your job outside of comedy? I work. I run a uh, consulting company. We're a um, called Control Risks. We're a risk management consulting firm. We do investigations, security, crisis management. Uh, what would be an example of a recent project you've done? And by the way, Andy, um, you can jump in at any time. Andy is a comedian that's founded Kung Fu Comedy Club uh, here in Shanghai. We've been doing comedy together forever. 
and we're friends, and you'll be on at some point. You're, I mean, you're on now, but we'll do an interview with you at some point in the future. And Andy, Andy, like, like has crises and probably should be investigated. So it's that's so really funny. the connection. Can't like, can't like us. told me that his job. Like, this is true. If someone gets kidnapped, they call Ken. That's what he does. Right, and so I call Kent. I'm like, Kent, I just hit my toe on the bed again. You know, and he's like, he's like, did you wear the slippers I told you to wear? I gave him steel-toed slippers. He did not wear them. Meanwhile, I can hear someone getting like, you know, hung off a train. Kent's like, is it a bed in a dungeon? (laughs) Then I cannot help you. (laughs) Is there a guy from ISIS with you? So you, okay, wait, is that really what you do? Yeah, that's part of it. How'd you get into that? So actually, the, the the company I joined this company six years ago after being in consulting for years and years in China, and uh, this actually this, uh, the company started uh, in the mid seventies in uh, started in kidnap and ransom negotiations. Holy shit! Uh, and uh, still, it's just still a significant part of what they do here in China. We don't. I mean, it's it's a relatively safe place. We're not. Who's scary. where did the company start? It started in China. In uh, in UK, London, London based. And, and then at some point they decided to open an office in Shanghai. Fifteen years ago, yeah, and uh, and, and then mostly mostly just kind of investigations, due diligence, you know. Because I opened an ice cream truck in China twelve years ago, and Wait, the when government. You say that, it sounds was, like you just literally opened one on the street, like you opened I, a business. I, I opened and an he ice cream found truck. Ice business. cream inside, yeah. <laughs> no, but here's the thing: you're like, oh, you save people's lives. I opened a truck one time. <laughs> <laughs> Good job stepping on my punchline, you piece of shit. No, Andy's not going to be invited back. But here's I the think thing. The yeah, Andy, you're done. Uh, you're not getting led into America again either. I can make sure of that. Um, no, but here I opened a business, and the government was freaked out about that. They were freaked out, like, whoa, 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 what does this mean? How do you, like... Pitch th- that you're like, hey, I'm gonna start a um, kidnap and ransom business. So wait, we, we, or is we, that not what you did? No. <laughs> <laughs> we kidnapped someone, and then, hey, do you need some help? And then, yeah. no, it, it, it started up just kind of investigating. Uh, the majority of what the company does worldwide is just investigations. You know, everything okay. from you know forensic investigations. All the- but the stuff that happened to you in your in your 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 company yeah. is exactly the kind of stuff that we do. Is investigating what the hell happened. How do you get keep these people away from you? How do you solve the problem? How do you coordinate with the government to get your business back? Oh, now I That's found what, out. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you met me just a little bit too Oh, late. my God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe if you listened a little better, you'd still have a business. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. No, that, that, that kind of crap. I, several times a week, we get phone calls exactly that thing. So it's. And what's like a, what's a recent case that you've done? Uh, As an example, uh, uh, internal fraud of some kind, someone stealing money and then kicking it back to government officials. And so you need to investigate the fraud and then you investigate the fraud and someone gets really pissed off that you're investigating them and they Who's threaten you. Someone uh, being oh, the, an employee, an employee. Got they it. threaten you. So then you have to deal with the extortion and the security threat as well as the investigation and then trying to present the results to U.S. authorities and lawyers and Chinese government. How so? You U.S. lawyers, 
get involved in. What jurisdiction do they have here? They can do nothing, right? Because, well, because of like the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's it's a. I wish I a, was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know not. You might don't still need to worry. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to worry about it this anymore. This is the most depressing episode of my podcast we've ever had. <laughs> and I won't be invited. This episode's back called Why Turner Doesn't Have His Business Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Turner lost in everywhere. The fifteenth and final episode. Yeah. Yeah. Lost in thought. No, no, how be, many letters have you read that were written out of uh, the letters cut out of a newspaper? Oh, uh, or know. lipstick on a <laughs> on a mirror, left-handed crayon. What? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's in horror yeah. movies. Just, this was a Ben Hague movie back in the sixties. Yeah. Al Hague. Al Hague. Like <laughs> I'm gonna send you a fucking Wikipedia link, and you are gonna read it. That will be a test next week. Seriously. Al Hague's trapped in your basement. What right are now. they teaching these kids these days? <laughs> okay, so. Um, okay, wait, so what, what's, okay, what's the closest you've ever become to like violent, getting violent with somebody? Getting violent with somebody? On the job or someone getting yes. violent with you? Lost oh. podcast, he nearly punched me because I said he was old. <laughs> and now I'm just used to it. So <laughs> it's just, no, I, there, I mean, China is an interesting place in that there's a lot of threats and there's a lot of, I mean, this isn't, this isn't Russia. This isn't Nigeria. I, there, there's a lot of chest bumping and things like that, but violence is rare. I mean, you go, yeah, Russia, yeah. <laughs> You're, you're tough, man. Yeah. You're yeah. Russian and Nigerian. Yeah. Wow, amazing, Kent. You know how to yeah. pick your audience. Yeah. You want a job? Actually, we could probably use you. Danny's, everybody Danny's else sitting from? there like, oh, this is Russia. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you the address of my Moscow office. No, but but that that rarely happens. But the threat itself. But just imagine, anyone. You were you were threatened. You don't know if it's going to happen or not. And you got a family. You and you get a call from someone that says, listen. Uh, if you keep investigating this, I, I I know where you bring your kid to school every day. I know which route you take to work. I know which, and that happens a lot. It You're telling me, buddy. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it's and and the the threats have happened more in China over the last four or five years. I yeah. think as the economy has gone down and things have tightened up, and it's tougher for people to find a job. So if you go investigate someone and, and make them lose their job, or you're seen as that, then then they get pissed off and they 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 react violently. And so uh, we're seeing the 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 certainly the threats rising, and we've seen violence, people attacked with knives and electric scooters and yeah, you know, things like that. I uh, I you should have like, called me, brother. That's mm-hmm. all I'm I feel saying. Like my, my experience in China, and I don't know how re- much it is representative compared to what your business is, but like I feel like this is a very non-violent. Place compared to the rest of the world, you know, violence is rare. Uh, compared to Australia, where you know, people you know might just be like, Hey, nice to meet you, just give you a cheeky punch in the <laughs> face, you know, just to, just to see what you're like. It's a sign of love, uh, but people make threats here all the time. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, like you hear threats. people just be like, Oh, good morning, Mr. Wong, like, oh, I'm gonna kidnap your children, you know. <laughs> Have a nice day. Yeah, yeah, and you can't do anything about it. I don't. I, you yeah. might not be able to do anything about threats anywhere. Is that true? No, definitely in the in the West, it's it's considered assault. It is. Yes. Because yeah. here, I've been told a number of times that we can't do anything until they actually stab. No, you. No, in America, whatever. if you threaten well, with, someone, with, you, you can be yeah, charged with, with, with the okay. authorities. No, and that's the challenge here of solving problems in a business in China is you can't bring this to the authorities in the West or you know pretty much anywhere else. You have evidence of it, you bring it to the authorities, and they're fine. The authorities don't react unless there's a dead body and someone standing over them with a bloody knife, and that, that they won't react to that. There are there and are it, lots of ways of solving the problem, but it's usually not through the police. They'll say, yeah, I've had police say we have to wait until yeah, that actually happens, yeah, yeah. and then even then, it's usually like sign this apology letter, right? 
and be right. on your way. Right. You know? We actually had yeah. a guy on one of the podcasts ages ago that was a debt collector. Yeah. And what he would do is he would make a like an A4 sheet with the person's face and there's what they'd done wrong, and he'd go to their house and say, listen, today we're going to give it to your neighbours. Tomorrow we're going to give it to everyone you work with until we get the money back. We're just going to keep giving it to people so just around shame. you. Shame, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He so was a Chinese guy? The guy, he the deck collector was American. Russian and Nigerian, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Call back. Very special. <laughs> Amazing. So how much, and you're going to stay, I mean, you're going to, you see this company, staying with this company a long time? Yeah, no, it's it's fascinating work. You're still alive? I'm still alive. Any scars or anything? Nah, I can't tell you. Just it's, mental. Yeah. Just no, mental. No, it, it's it again, it's not it's not but it's the what what the worst part is just kind of destroying people's lives in in and because of the threats and and they worry. Yeah, but if you make a little just, money, who cares? No, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> the way he said that, it's like he was destroying their lives. He's yeah. like, oh, this is the worst part about it. This is yeah. where the client You got to break a few eggs so, to make an omelet, am I right, Kent? So, so your company failed and mine's about to. Good. Okay. You got to come in your podcast more often. Well, here's what I want. Okay. But here's why. what I want to do, specifically why, with Kent, as we talked about earlier, I want to talk to you about, because you moved here in 1986. Mm. And that was a long time ago. How old were you when you moved here, if you're allowed to say? Uh, 86, I would have been 20. Well, no, I don't know if there's a law in China. If, you, if you're a certain age, you can't work anymore as a no. foreigner. So if, you don't, if you're not allowed to say your real is. age. There is an age, right? There is an no, age no. maximum. Yeah, 60, and I'm, I'm 52. Okay, so, okay, yeah. right. Yeah. 100, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so in 86, what, you're I, like in I your 20s? I didn't realize you were only 52. 52 is not that old. Now, now you come to it. I was going to say. These millennials can't count either. Millennials. <laughs> Andy, Andy, Andy gets to 21 with his shoes off and his zipper down for Dude, fuck's sake. Jesus. I like Andy's that. a millennial. He's got a great, he, he's a millennial who got struck by lightning in his mustache. <laughs> my, chi- <laughs> my, my child is going to be a millennial. Okay. Can, yeah. So um, first, thing, I want to go, a li- I have a list of questions for you of what they were like for you in 19. How old were you when you moved here? 20. I don't know, two? 22, 22 right out of college. 20, right? 20, 20, 20, no, 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 I was holding that. 20, 24. 24, fantastic. Yeah. What was, and you were single when you came here? No, or married? married. You were married when you came here. All right, there goes question one. <laughs> <laughs> but then, <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, first segment out. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe, how was, how was. some background research. Did she, are you still married? No. Yeah, they didn't. Okay, great. Back to question one. (laughs) Does she listen to this podcast? No. They didn't have the dating apps back then, right? You just had to do like bird calls and stuff. Bird calls. Well, no. How was dating back? When did you become single? When did you become? Uh, Just a couple years ago. Ah, just a couple years ago. Okay. Um, No, but 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 back then. But but you had friends who did. All of my yeah, and and all of my my Chinese friends, and I was teaching like every other white guy did back then, and and my my students, you'd you'd walk around. So I was in. Western China, or I'm sorry, Central China, Anhui Province, Yunnan Province, kind of way out there. And you'd walk around the campus, and in the spring, the bushes were like this site of this incredible sexual activity. No, honestly, God, students would be making babies in the bushes. Just banging what? in the bushes. Banging in the bushes. They're Wait. stealing my move. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Did God, they push into a lake right after that? No, 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 you have to hear oh, this story. <laughs> this story is hilarious. You tell it. You so tell Turner it. Like, moved to Suzhou like 12 years ago or something, and there was a small group of white guys that were just preying on the local female. Not me. <laughs> and they had this move. One guy. Where one they guy's would move. take 
a girl for a walk around. By the, the way, he listens to this podcast, so shout out. They, <laughs> <laughs> they would take them for a walk around the lake and pretend to push them into the no, lake. No, no, no. Can I say why? Because okay, okay. what well, the girls couldn't swim back then. <laughs> oh, God. No, I'm just... <laughs> This was the true. Right? This was Chinese girls couldn't swim. This was so pre-swimming. They would pretend in to China. push them into the lake, and they go. This was pre. And then they would grab them and then start making out. That was the move. It was called the push and grab. And then he was no, because it was a, it was a, it was no, 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 no. You missed the middle part. It was the tickle fight? See, this would this would work with any of you, right? This would work with any of you, wouldn't it? It was a. Push. By the way, in America, this is definitely assault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the police would be involved. They would. Yeah. <laughs> his um, name was Josh. I'll just give his first name. <laughs> but that was the man who perfected the fake give his the last name as well. No. Tickle fight. <laughs> Josh Tickle fight. His name was Ben Haig. <laughs> and uh, Al Haig. Al Haig. Al Haig. Oh. Anyway, so that was their move, and that Wait, was your move. The funniest move. part was that this guy was walking around the park, and he would bump into other guys doing the same doing move. Doing the same move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'd get mad because people were playing out his move. <laughs> And, and and you couldn't trademark in China because people would steal it back oh then. Oh, my so God. Exactly. Yeah. No matter what no, lawyer you get in. Historical nice. comedy. And so, uh, okay. So these were, wait, when you say these people were banging in the bushes, these are Chinese high school kids or no, college? Uh, college, or? yeah. Well, I don't know. I didn't check for ID, but I'm. I remember asking, I taught um, high school kids my first year here in 2004. And I remember asking them, like, okay, well, raise your hand. Like, if you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. It was the first day of class. I was setting up some game. They all like started giggling and no one raised their hand. And I was like, they were like, I was like, what? They're like, we don't, none of us. And I was like, these are the biggest bunch of nerds I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and then later they were like, oh no, we just thought it was like a trap because we get in trouble yeah. for dating. Yeah. And I was like, I oh, know, you're allowed to tell me. And then the next class they were like, oh, we all did, you know. <laughs> we're yeah, bringing we in the bushes. Into the bushes. <laughs> They're like, the lake's right there. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go for a walk, Mr. Turner? <laughs> exactly. What did they think? So, what city, what town were you in, or city, or whatever? Uh, several different ones. I was in Hefei for a while. I was in uh, Quinming for. Shout out, been to Hefei. Been to Hefei. So, you convinced your wife to move to Hefei? Yeah. That was what set him up for the ability to talk down people who'd kidnapped other people. (laughs) That was how he got the job. Extortion. Convince us that you can save a a person who's been kidnapped. He's like, I convinced my wife, my American wife, to move to Hefei in the (laughs) 80s. In the <laughs> they're like, you can do anything. Like, tick, you can do anything. Tick, tick, tick. Just make him the director you of the are company. Hired. You're yeah. hired. What did they think? Was it the same as now? What did they think of foreigners, Americans? Like well, back the, then? the interesting thing was, like, like in Hefei, I, I taught at the teacher's college. All of my students were from the far, far countryside, most of whom never had a, uh, never, I mean, didn't own TVs or anything. And so they had maybe seen a foreigner in a movie or something like that, but they had certainly never met a foreigner. I was the first foreigner they'd ever met in their life. So they show up at, in class the first day, and they're just completely freaked out. For weeks, they just would sit there and just shake <laughs> every time. And I'm a pretty imposing individual. I get it, you know, but but they would just sit. You shouldn't have opened with sh- the tickle fights. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's go down by the river, kids. But I, but I, I it, it was. Kent the River Kettle. Yeah, it sounds, do you know what? Yeah. Up until now, it didn't sound that creepy. And then no. I'm like, oh, boy, that's You terrible. get some 52-year-old guy saying it. Oh, yeah, I can make anything creepy. Well, also, Kent brought his van along, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was the first guy in Huffet with a panel van. Yeah. Yeah. Tennis like, I sexy. opened a truck. You're like, get in. <laughs> <laughs> I did, too. I opened a van. Yeah. That's, that's it. Okay, wait. So they were just scared of you? 
Yeah, and and I mean they 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 lightened up after a while, and it was I mean it was fascinating because these these kids had never, uh, you know, never met a foreigner. I mean, one of my students said uh, said it was it was so nice to meet a foreigner because uh, now I know that uh, you could never eat a baby, a Chinese baby, because they had. You're like, that, yeah, test me. Yeah, <laughs> like, sounds like a challenge. Yeah, <laughs> challenge depends accepted. on how they're prepared, I guess. You know. It's, Wait, you could. That was the story. That was told? because they were told that they uh, that foreigners ate Chinese. Well, babies. this was Cold War eighties. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean for real. Yeah, no, I was kind of. I was. I was joking until I realized I wasn't. No, you oh. weren't. No, this 1986, was 1986. This yeah. was you know I'm pretty sure. And, and this is pre Rocky Four even. Pre Rocky Four. Yeah. So and before the wall fell. Must have been great. Like, Rocky took down the wall, right? Must have been. Yeah, right. Must yeah. have been great spreading rumors before the internet. You know. Yeah. You they were very like, slow. You're like yeah, I just went to her face. Told them foreigners eat babies. I totally. Totally believe me. Yeah. Like yeah. this is these stories carry. Yeah, you're no like an entire che- province. No now. one can check them out. You I'm know? the only white guy here. They and then no. Google was invented. They're like, oh god. No, <laughs> then, then, then I used to send out faxes at that time. So. Oh yeah. wow, yeah. That happened. No, that happened. Um, when I when I taught these little kids, I t- also taught like three year olds, mm. and they would just cry. <laughs> Did that happen to anybody here? Yeah. You teach like little three. At least I would teach. Maybe there'd be like twenty in a class. At least five to seven would just cry uncontrollably because um, they never See, seen a foreign person before. Now you're talking about my dating experience. Hey, hey. you're there dating three year olds, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Hey, cradle robbing. Come on. What about next food? question? Next question. Quick. <laughs> Was there any? This is always because I remember what was for That's me. Was there any like Western restaurants where you lived? No, zero. zero. Like literally zero. Zero. So I would I would go I would go to Hong Kong about once every six months with two empty suitcases and I'd come back one filled with chocolate, one filled with coffee. Seriously? That's, yeah. That's that because you couldn't get either. In now well, there was one year in Hefei, um, Melita Coffee had you know put these the coffee whatever get. they had Jamaica Blue Mountain oh, yeah. coffee which like back then was like really expensive and they had some shipment diverted to the number 1 department store in Hefei i just happened to be there one time and i saw this whole thing and i'm like just casually like so how much is it oh this is you know this is la wai the cafe this is the buhal buhal really bad stuff and it's it was like you know one kwai a bit i'm like yeah i'll take i'll take <clears throat> I'll take all of them, please. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like shaking, and I bring this coffee back home with me, and I it to my set veins. up an IV and wrapped around my. Oh God, it was just brilliant. Was there so was good. no, not even like a KFC or McDonald's or no, anything. Because no. I would just say for my listeners here, uh, in in there's everything here now, right? Oh yeah, Shanghai. Shanghai. Shanghai has everything. Shanghai, yeah, Shanghai Beijing, does. whatever, all the major cities. Even Hefei if you go to Hefei, yeah. like what we played a, there's an Irish bar we played out there. I mean, it's a, it has an Irish insane, bar. That's the great but they bar. have that I mean, kind of stuff. Now in most major cities, but yeah, um, the quality of expat gets pretty rough as you get out there. Though. <laughs> it's the, it's the, the Chinese inverse. people stay yeah. the same, but the expats go wow. Yeah, it's rough. What about bars, nightclubs, those kind of things? No, there was a so my my uh, a company that I eventually worked for, starting in the early '90s, had a, their headquarters was in Tianjin, and they had a disco. They called it a disco up in. Uh, <laughs> up in they called it disco. Disco. That was a, nice. and, they, and, and, and 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 you know the Lido in Beijing. See, you know nobody knows that now, man. That was like the bomb back then, and we L- could all, we could all wear our bell bottoms and. You know, oh my god! And, and a shirt, kind of like I'm wearing today, actually. I'm just. Have oh, you showered? Is... <laughs> no, not since the '70s, no. And uh, so no, they dance was, clubs. 
Yeah, right. And it was it was you know a bunch of really embarrassing white guys dancing. It was just really sad. But these were but Chinese, like chi- mostly Chinese dance clubs. You're saying mixed. all, yeah, no, all. Well, and and they're usually attached to some uh, hotel of some kind. But the cities I lived in were just were so small. They didn't even have a, a Western style hotel. They were all kind of Chinese three stars, and they didn't have anything like that. No, it was it was. There were a few restaurants. Well, back then they didn't they didn't. I got paid in RMB, and they had the the Huawei, the the foreign exchange currency. I don't even heard about that. But there there were two currencies. And as a no, no, no. What's the foreign exchange? I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't either. (laughs) Everyone's kind of like, that's why this is why we're here. Everyone's nodding like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Anyone know what that is? Yeah, right. This is going to be on the History Channel, right? Okay. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can well, multi This is super interesting. What is this? So, so Every back... time I put your name in the podcast, the default <laughs> goes to the History Channel. <laughs> and the AARP. Yeah, right. So so the, the at that time, there there two two currencies. One was the, the RMB, like we have now, and the other was the, the called the Huawei, the, the foreign exchange currency, called FEC in English. And, and foreigners, when they came in, they exchanged their money for FEC. And that's the only thing. Are you th- saying FEC or F-E-C? FUC? Foreign oh, okay. Exchange Currency. Got it. I know long sentences. It's okay. Keep up. <laughs> and 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 uh, so when we sh- and there are only certain places you could shop with the FEC. You could shop at the. You could be at the hotels, the friendship stores. I have yeah. The friendship called- stores. All the friendship stores. You could you could shop there. So <clears throat> sorry, but, but but if you were if you were employed in China and you had a employment card called it was a white card. It was you could use your RMB at any, you could use it any place. So I would come here to Shanghai in the late 80s and go to the Hilton Hotel. It was the only hotel open at the time. And sit there at their breakfast buffet for five hours yeah. and just drink coffee. And I had a uh, Depends on. <laughs> I just didn't want to lose my place. And then I'd, I'd leave and I'd pay an RMB and really piss them off. Yeah, was, was that was wait, that an exciting time? It was alive? it was Must the highlight of my. Pretty cool. This actually. is pre-internet. Yeah, this is pre-internet. So it's pretty everything. Pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. but foreigners were not were not allowed to use Chinese currency. Is that right? Right. You only you only could if you were employed in China. So foreigners would come all the time and and change money on the streets, and you get the the guys from Xinjiang changing money and all the rest. Oh, you didn't have to and make it could... racial, can't Jesus. <laughs> That's where they were from, <laughs> and uh, and and you could do that, but but I I I don't even remember when they changed over to. What was the, the point of that? It was to, it was to have a double control on the currency. They didn't. I mean, the concern, currency it, like today, it's not fully convertible. It's only partially convertible now. But it was an absolute hard currency, soft currency. The FEC <clears throat> was a hard currency, and the RMB was completely soft. You so the FEC was uh, was. <clears throat> Tradable with other currencies. It was it was China bucks. It was monopoly money. It was, it was only for oh. yeah. yeah. It, was it was only for only for foreigners to use, and only in certain locations. Yeah, and that was just to control what? the currency. Control currency. <laughs> why? Like, because, I know I'm a moron, but honestly, why? No, no, no. Because <laughs> because she's. I can't imagine how yeah, his business right, went under if he doesn't understand <laughs> doesn't understand how money works. <laughs> <laughs> wait, Turner, can, many wait, years you, ago, people had the, sheep. <laughs> You give people small pieces of paper in exchange for goods and services? This is ridiculous. <laughs> How do they get it? Turner, Turner, Turner's in New York going, I only have three lambs. What do you mean a beer is nine oxen? I keep giving people ice creams. They just throw paper at me. I don't know what's going on. So I poke them with a cone. All right, fucking Mensa organization. Douchebag crowd. I know what's going to be edited out in this one. I didn't realize you were all geniuses in here. 
Look, they're Googling it. They're trying to figure out what money is, too. <laughs> no, they don't just, know. They're just bored. They're the only, they're <laughs> the only intelligent they're, ones here. They're like, these podcasts has an idiot on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's... unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. That's what they're doing. They're unsubscribing from the podcast. <laughs> I don't remember. What, oh, that we started on bars and nightclubs. That's what I wanted to talk about. You know what? Uh, hey, party yeah. crew. So, okay, but because I, okay, when I came, there was, uh, I lived in Sujo, which I lived the whole time. There was one club called mm. Casablanca, and it was where the police and the gang gangsters hung out yeah. all together. Yeah. There was no dance floor. That it was an all, appropriate name for that place. It was badass. <laughs> it was the coolest place to be in town. You would come in as a foreign person. And the gangsters would be on one side and the police on the other at the beginning of the night. But they'd all have a few drinks. They would all mix. And if you were foreign, they would just wave you over to their table yeah. and be like, come drink with us. Come drink with us. And everybody would come drink with us. And then you just sit there and get hammered all night. But they had a dance floor. But then there was just tables. So no, you couldn't actually dance. And there was a DJ. And then everyone would stand at the tables and like shake their heads. <laughs> you know that? And uh, it was ecstasy. They were all on ecstasy. And they, they called it head shaking pill. Oh! That. That's yeah, what yeah, it yeah. translates to head shaking drug. I remember I was in Malaysia. Yeah, and I kept yeah. Oh, Storm yeah. Shoe just got here and he's yeah. a big fan. <laughs> he's a big fan of head shaking pill. He's a dealer, actually, I think. He's... That was, oh, and he would take him, yeah, Storm would take him down to the lake and head shake him into the lake. <laughs> You're not on the microphone, Storm. <laughs> uh, you, you ate those for breakfast. Yeah, no, but exactly. This, but you, you th th and I don't know that this happens a whole lot in a place like Shanghai but but those were the kind of the, the connections between foreigners and Chinese that were really cool a long time ago it no, was no, great I, it was great no but 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 you could you could sit and and <laughs> you know and uh, no one spoke in each other's language all that well but there was a and I I got to know not gangsters or police but just some really fascinating people in all these small towns that I lived in just because I was the only foreigner there and they want to talk and yeah, sure. Do some head shaking together. Do some head shaking. No, but it was really, there was a, there was an early on, actually well, my oldest, uh, oldest friend in China now it was, is from Anhui and we've known each other for a long oldest time. Oldest by like longest amount of time you've known each other or he's like 110? Both actually <laughs> compared to you. Yeah. And then yeah. Kent, what about the expats in these towns? Were there any or was there zero? So Not like were, Beijing, but so I'd like in uh, so this was uh, uh, like Hefei in the mid to late '80s, where myself, my wife, there was another couple at a at a school. If you can name them in your <coughs> on one hand, that's not the answer is no. And then lot. there was a there was a Dutch guy who was making who was running a brick factory. Yeah, not quite sure why China needed bricks. They seem to be doing okay on their own. Yeah, yeah, they got yeah, a lot of their own. They had a lot of their own. I remember seeing people in the supermarket. And you just see another foreign person, and you just beeline over to yeah. them and be like, wait, what? Where are you from? Yeah. Like, why are you here? Yeah. And they'd be like, we're, we're both trying to get ketchup or something. Well, this is the only place to get it. And we would, right? we, would, we would come to Shanghai and do that. And, and the Shanghai expats were, like, so cool. Oh, they were assholes. They were, no, they were so they cool, They were the worst. Man. Where were you living? You couldn't. Mike him. Oh, you were in suburbs of Shanghai. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we're bringing the audience in here. So. <laughs> but um, yeah, they would be such pricks, right? Yeah, and because they were just too cool, because they weren't desperate. They weren't even like, in the eighties. Oh my gosh, someone who looks like me. You know, they weren't. They weren't that. Oh, way. I've been there. So. You know, you see someone that's just come from some other remote part of China, and they see you, and they're like, "Hi, 
fine. You're like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. No. So we used to. Wait, what are you jamming? <laughs> no, but I'm sure we probably. By the way, I'm sure we looked like refugees. We would we'd go to Hong Kong and we looked like we were just you know escaped a POW camp of some kind. And we got these ratty clothes and everything. We walk into Hong and Hong Kong was tricked out then. And, you oh know, yeah. For 80s style and and it was and we'd go there and it was like. Pizza, cookies, pizza, cookies. You know, and that's that's all we were there for. And yeah, yeah, yeah. God, Just eating. Awful. I mean, you know, Drew Fraley, who's a cl- uh, comedian at the club, has a, a term for people like like uh, Kent and I. Y D Lawai. Y D Lawai. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is like foreigners from dirty outside. towns outside of the so city. So the Shanghai Lawai look down on the Y D Lawai. That's like, what he uh, said. The out of towners are back. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I still get now. I still get people. Oh, you've been in China since. Do you know this person? Uh, no. You know this person? No. Uh, no. I was like, uh, you know, in outer space for ten years before I came to civilization. So I, I was. How did you part. survive? On, I mean, honestly, how, how did you survive ten years of? What, what were you living in? What type of apartments? What type dormitories, of- apartments? You know, kind of studio types of things. Um, hot and cold, running rats. It was great. No, it was. It was were fun. you running from the law? Yeah, in America, yeah, what, what, I can neither what, what confirm nor deny. Yeah. <laughs> That's no, I, but everybody, and still, people still uh, think I work for the agency or something. He's America's. I most can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> oh, people think <laughs> river river pusher. <laughs> He's the chief tickle fighter at the bureau. <laughs> Best tickle fighter in the business. He's a black. He'll find a lake too. anywhere. <laughs> Storm has no idea what we're talking. So you about. don't have, so you don't have any, because I was gonna ask. You just any. So when did you come to Shanghai? Uh, ninety-five. Ninety-five. Okay, that's yeah. still a while ago. Yeah. And was there people that you then? Knew, yeah, I like, was. I was twelve. Here's what. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was watching the OJ chase on TV <laughs> as you were moving here. Um, and because I always have this idea that everyone moved, everyone who moved here at that time is now just like running one of these companies, one of these businesses. Somewhere was everyone just like wealthy now that you knew, like your circle of friends, or did people? Take no, there's off? a lot of people are gone. Okay, just I'd say maybe ten percent of the people that I knew, that the foreigners, foreigners that I knew, are what, gone. What did you kill? Them is or? anyone? <laughs> <laughs> they're they're, in the, they're, they're in gone. The river. Yeah, for same. good. They're <laughs> gone for good. Ninety percent of them pissed me off at some point. Yes. They're not going with us. And when I say gone, swimming at the bottom of a lake somewhere. Consider my job. Yeah. Cool. And when did you find it changed? Like when were the? I felt like 2008 when the Olympics happened. I honestly thought that was yeah. a big bump, big change. What about before that? From '86 to whenever. I mean, you, you 2000 see, <clears throat> must have been a change around that time. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but you you you'd see ch- the 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 big change in Shanghai was was when they started building all the infrastructure. So the the the, the I mean, they already had the the one subway line in the mid 90s, but then they started building the elevated highway 96, 97. Oh my god, what was this one. like before an elevated highway existed? Uh, honestly, and I I tell my Shanghai friends this that when I first I so I first visited Shanghai in like 87. I saw a horse cart, horse carts on Nanjing Road. Really? And all my Shanghai The main road going, in the city. Yeah. Oh, no. No way, man. No, they absolutely were. <laughs> they people all were, had that accent? People, yeah. Oh, no way, man. No way, bro. No, they, they also <laughs> forgot how to talk. No, no, no. No, but, but the, 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 the guys. Oh, my God, bro. That's guys, like totally not possible. No, the guys. <laughs> we it, surfed to school, but there. <laughs> that's bodacious, Kent. <laughs> that was actually my New Jersey Spicoli. accent. It was every one of his friends. <laughs> yeah. from Fast Times at Richmond High. 
<laughs> Wait, so you saw horse and buggies? Yeah. Well, not it wasn't horse and buggies. In nineteen ninety, it wasn't like Pride and Prejudice. Good day, sir. Hello, Mister Dawson. No, it wasn't that. It was they were. I do declare. But they, but they had what? Well, you, I mean, you, you guys were here early enough. They had the the honey wagons. They were transporting oh, I wasn't, all the. Do I got to <laughs> Yeah. Ken, I did not know any of your girlfriends. <laughs> Including Honey Wagon. Uh, now I can see yes. why you're trying to be a professional comedian. <laughs> the man is sharp. He is so sharp. No, it's the, you know, transporting the piss and the shit that, you know. The Again, I did not know any of <laughs> your dating <laughs> rituals. She had the franchise for transporting shit. Well, I, 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 the, no, I don't know what the hell I know, Honey, I know. honey Pots is like clear the toilet. Honey that's what he said. Oh, honey honey Pot is getting honey a girlfriend, a spy who gets a girlfriend to. Dude, it's they just talking about clearing the toilets at night. Right? Yeah, right, right. Or and the they morning. call those honey, honey wagons. Pots or honey wagons. How are they fucking? It's got. You guys don't even know who Al Haig was, so I'm not even going to go there. You I'm guys just... know what urine is, right? <laughs> it's yellow. It looks like honey. That's that's where it comes from. Got it. It's a, it's a sweet term. <laughs> I mean, we didn't have to get that far into it, but you couldn't fucking <laughs> no. catch a clue in and there. And you somewhere. are you are going to edit, right? <laughs> uh, that's this is clear. Right? Oh, that's okay. staying. Okay. My jokes are staying in. <laughs> <laughs> it's a monologue. Yeah. It's really what it yeah. is. Yeah. Totally his mean. version. His version of this podcast is going to have our jokes edited out, <laughs> and our version will have his jokes edited out. <laughs> My jokes that bombed, I'll take your laughter yeah, and right. put it after my jokes. Turner's a monologue right for 12 minutes. It's yeah. Great. Okay, so there was, uh, yeah, there was horse and buggies. By the way, I got here in 2009. I didn't see anyone doing honey wagons. No, I, I got I here think, in 2004. I, I, I think they were done. Uh, they, you didn't see, and you never see them now, but but they would, and <clears throat> you see a couple of accidents with those. Oh, my that gosh, a, that's gross. I was going to ask you. So there's 21 million people in the city. And there was with no elevated highway. Like, how did you even get around? Here's another interesting thing. But but there were no cars. There were there were so few cars. There were four taxis in the city at that time. Seriously, there was just also no taxis. Wait, so how did how'd you can how'd you get around? Uh, Bus. Okay, bus. Yeah. Do you realize that in the last in the last like fifteen those exist (laughs) in the last fifteen years, ten million people have migrated here. So there was like less than half the number of people back then. Why do you run? Yeah, but no. mostly why do you rent? No, that, that that extra ten million but it was, was but it was, still, it was still incredibly crowded here. And it was and the 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 old buildings, you know, kind of from the pre World War II, pre liberation. There buildings. was a lot less people around. No, but well, well, uh, some friends of mine would there'd be you know a brownstone kind of thing that you'd see in Brooklyn or whatever. Yeah, with, you know, like uh, near the park, near the People's Park, it, originally built for one family, six families would be living in it. Yeah, yeah. And that and that and then they started shutting that stuff down, moving people out. And, okay. Know. Cool. Well, uh, I think I'm good. You guys good? I'm good. We end on Honey Wagon. That's always we end a strong, on honey wagon. strong end. Of That's course. Well, thank you guys for doing this. Thanks for having me on. Guys, thanks everyone thank for coming. Thank you all for coming yeah, out. Amazing. So much fun. That's been, I'll do my sign off, then you do yours. That's been Lost in America. Everybody get lost. What we do you don't do? have a sign out. Oh, that's it. <laughs> get lost.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.